Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in today to our boardroom chat. How you doing, Kathy? I'm doing excellent. How you, you doing, Jess? I'm looking, I'm looking good. I'm feeling good. How you good. doing out there? <laughs> She's a happy girl. <laughs> I'm always Lord. happy. Always. Me too. God has been so good and gracious. I want to talk to, to you today about something that, uh, and I'm going to tell some stories and different things, but just how big God is. Mm. You know, a lot of people look at me and say, this guy's got more faith. I don't even have any more faith than anybody that's watching today, but I might have a little more obedience because mm-hmm. the Bible said it's better to obey than the sacrifice. But a lot of people say, well, Jesse, when tough times come, what do you do? I mean, I mean, how do you keep yourself up? Mm-hmm. Well, first thing, God always, he gave me a revelation many years ago. Believe the unbelievable. Receive the impossible because it's doable. That's good. And when he said it because it's doable, that really struck me. But sometimes we get some big things. For like, for example, uh, the Lord told me, well, because of these boardroom chats and all the different things that we're having, I got to build another studio. Yeah, we're growing. We're growing for Expanding you. Expanding our television Studio C. Are- <laughs> now, you see, that's great. Studio but that's C for ex- Kathy. C yeah, for Kathy. but that's an extra million dollars. Uh, where is this going to come from? You see what I'm saying? The extra million bucks, that's a lot of money because you got to have all kinds of, well, you got to have a lot of stuff when you're building the studio, lights and uh, everything you can think of, plus uh, extra equipment and wiring and you just name it. it it's, it's not just saying it and going and then shooting it. It's, it's all the things that, you know, encompassed in doing that. Sure. And so we say, well, how do you, it, that does seem to bother you. You know why? Because God is so big and that is so minor to him. Mm-hmm. Think about that. So minor, whether it's spiritual, physical, or financial. You know, somebody has stage four cancer. I believe that's the worst you can get. But to God, that's so minor. Because by Jesus' stripes, we healed. Well, I want to go to a scripture. I'm going to show every time Satan tries to say, you're not going to do this and you're not going to do that. Every time I read the scripture, it, it just explodes in me. Because it just shows us how big God is. Guys, I want you to get ready to read it and amplify it. Isaiah chapter 40. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to tell you something about God. God big. Mm-hmm. Bigger than your mind or your intellectual activity, your range in research, your induction and in reasoning can even imagine. He's just that big. He's El Shaddai, the God that's more than enough. So we think in terms of enough and a little bit more. But he's just so beyond more mm-hmm. that he is more, you know. But I tell you what, when, so when I began to look at things in the ministry, it's costing me millions a month to do this, and a million dollars over here, and a half a million dollars over there, and they need $100,000 over here, and blah, 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 this and that. How do you handle that? Well, that you don't get depressed, because it takes a lot of money just to operate the Overwhelmed with the project. Yeah. Well, I'm overwhelmed, not with the project, I'm overwhelmed with the God that I serve. That's the right Oh, and I'll tell you what, it's so wonderful. But I want to read this, because this is God when he was creating this planet. Here, and it's Isaiah chapter 40, and I'm going to read it in the King James, and I want you to read it in the Amplified. Right. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 12. Now, this is God, who hath measured the waters in the hollow of his hand. Look at me. Ladies and gentlemen, I've flown over the Pacific Ocean. You know how big the Pacific Ocean is? It's huge. I've flown over the uh, Atlantic Ocean, the Indian Ocean. I'm telling you, that's some water, okay? That, that ain't counting the lakes. That ain't counting the rivers. They ain't counting the seas, like the Mediterranean seas. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about that, just the oceans. He did it with a drop of water in his hand. Look at that. Isaiah 40, verse 12. Who hath measured the waters in the hollow of his hand and meted out heaven with the span. Now, I want you to just read that part. With a nine-inch span. Yes. Yeah, he more- meted out heaven. Let me say this first. Oh. Heaven. Do you understand how big heaven is? <laughs> this. Now, go ahead and read that. Well, you just said it. I, was I know, to but read. say it again. 
Okay, it says, who has measured out the waters with the hollow of his hand, marked off the heavens with a nine-inch span. Okay, stop right there. He marked off the heavens. Now, watch this. Once you get off the planet, this planet is, is, is a molecule or an atom compared to that space that's out there. You see, even our own scientists, they, it's so big and so huge that it's hard to imagine it. Just our Milky Way galaxy, Kathy, takes 100,000 light years to cross it. That's traveling at the speed of light. That's 5.7 trillion miles a year, and it's going to take 100,000, just this galaxy. And he did go beyond, go to the Andromeda galaxy, 400 billion galaxies. And he did it like this, with a nine-inch span. So you think I'm worried about an extra million dollars for Studio C? You're living in some dream world. Watch it. He said, and then he takes all that water and he measures it in the hollow and just takes a drop and says, okay, this is how much water is in the Pacific Ocean. This is how much water is in the Atlantic Ocean. This is how much water is in the Mediterranean Sea. This is how much water is in the Mississippi River. And all the different lakes. Well, is it Minnesota? It's called the uh, state of lakes. Or, Great uh, lakes. The lakes. No, they have. There's a thousand lakes. Land or ten thousand. Yeah, something, something like that. that. Now they count the Great Lakes. Think about all this. And he just measured that. And you worried about problems? When greater is He who is in you than He who is in the world. So when I began to realize the bigness of God, God always was trying to get my attention. All the time, even as a small child, I was not very what I call religious or. Uh, you know, that I really didn't like going to church and things of that nature. But he was always wanting to get close to me. And I've had some really amazing things. I have a book called Close Encounters of the God Kind. And boy, I, and uh, people love the, about the middle of the book where I, start, I talk about the heaven thing. But the things before, the different things how God has physically put his hand on me. Different encounters me. that you've experienced yes. growing up. Or... Growing up, even when I wasn't saved. I remember at nine years old. A lot of things happened to me when I was nine. Yeah, it was a big year for <laughs> it's you. It a big year for me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I never feared God. I mean, hey, people can say, but I, I could care less. I ain't going to lie. I could care less as a, nine, as a nine-year-old kid. And I had a dream, and it freaked me out. And it was thunder and lightning, and there was a man with a beard, you know, for some kind, and he, his face went across the sky. And he said, and I heard his, it was loud, but fear God, boy. Hmm. Fear God. Man, and I mean, I was—I woke up trembling. So, I mean, and I normally I don't go—I didn't go wake my mama, but I did. I said, "Man, something, something going on." She said, "That's God because you just don't care." At nine years old, I don't know how I got like that at nine years old, but uh, but I've never forgotten that longest I ever lived. It didn't put—it scared me, but not like a scare fear. You, I think, but it, something well, fear, bigger than me. When you talk about fearing God, it also talks about reverence to right. God. It's not a—that's what a it was fear about. term in the way we know it. So, you know, and I've never forgotten that. So many different things have happened to me. God's put his hand on me when I had that wreck. Mm -hmm. Flipped that car three times, in over in. You were I mean, a teenager, it, huh? I was a teenager. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was Doris Roberts' car. That's when you car. said you thought your angel wanted reassignment. Oh, yeah, that angel. He's hanging over dear life, Lord. to <laughs> try to protect my life. And my mother and father, actually, it was a terrible accident. They had shut the roads down. And mom and dad were coming. They said, oh, and my mom, my dad's name was Paul. She said, Paul, we got to pray to that person's dead. And it was me. Mm. And they had to cut me out with a torch and then pull, what they call it, the jaws of life or something, like some kind of a big iron thing, you know, like a, to get me out of there. And I had just a small cut on my eyebrow. 
but uh, the car was literally flipped three times over in, and then I remember, and I did not lose consciousness. The steering wheel broke in my hand, and I saw the door coming at me because it bent, and a piece of steel from the door was about that long would have come right through me, right. and it stopped right there. Because the hand was there. It yes. stopped you if from If I'd have went over, it was, we see, when the steering wheel broke, I lost all uh, to stop myself from flipping and flying all right. over. And all of a sudden, I felt, put your hand, like, hard. Like Over that, here? right here on my shoulder, and I thought, and I looked, and I went, oh, Lord, but I, I couldn't see nothing. Remember, you said that it stayed there till the accident was yeah, done, when, and then you heard, yes, it, and you very it slowly took its hand off of me. Wow. Now, now, why says I mean, I, and I was like this, but I was upside down, but I would, I should have been on the other side of that car, and I went, oh, and I was like, you know, and I, and I, I mean, I was looking like this, but this shoulder, there was nothing Free. between. Mm -hmm. it was, and, of course, if I'd have moved over one inch, it it pierced me. Mm. You know, five inches, it it busted my lungs and God just killed me right there. Life, yeah. But, you know, the day before, Mama kept telling me about all kind of God stuff. And I would, I'd, I'd go, no, Mama, I don't want to hear about all that stuff. And she said, I had a dream that I saw you and the blood of Jesus mm -hmm. was over you. Remember Mama saying yeah. that? And I'd go, oh, she go with the blood stuff, you know what I mean? <laughs> Lord, Jesus. And I just didn't want to hear it. But that happened in my life, and yet God saved it. So people look at me and say, boy, you got great faith. No, what I do is I keep the word of God close to me. This is a, the Bible is a book of great conception. What a wonderful thing. So when something comes impossible, mm -hmm. like the lockdown. Well, I mean, I got all these people working for me, take a lot of money to pay these people, plus their insurances and all the, what do you call it, benefits and things. Nothing. It's been the easiest thing in the world. But what I do is I go to that scripture. In, in Isaiah 40, verse 12, and I'm going to read the whole thing, then I want you to read it all, Kathy, in Amplified. Who have measured the waters in the hollow of his hand and meted out heaven. Now, that's big with a span. That's a nine-inch span. Watch this. And comprehended the dust of the earth in a measure. You know how much dirt mankind has moved around on the planet? You think it would tilt? <laughs> you know how much dirt? They're moving dirt right now even as I speak. They dug and made a canal called a Panama Canal. Just dug the dirt out. Do you know how much weight that is? Bring it over here. Bring it over there. This is the God you serve. And the reason why I believe the Lord wanted me to talk about this today, because some of you are going through some hard times. You don't know what to do. Man, all you got to do is look up and say, God, because he can measure the water with a drop of God. all the oceans. He can span the heaven. Now, that, that, that's just mind-boggling to me with a nine-inch span. And then, my God, move dirt around. He, he knows how much dirt, how much it weighs. The dust there in a measure. And watch this. And he weighed the mountains in scales mm -hmm. and the hills in a balance. Now, just how heavy is Mount Everest and its surrounding mountains? Now, I want you to read that. Then we're going to talk about it's that. It's very in, similar. In the Amplified. This is, big. this is the God you serve. The whole verse? Yeah, read verse it. Verse 12 says in the Amplified, who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand, marked off the heavens with a nine-inch span, enclosed the dust of the earth in a measure, and weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance. My, now I want you to think about that for a minute. This is the God you serve. Now, I want everybody to look at me. Look at me, Kathy. This big God, big, lives right here. Inside me, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Good Lord Jesus, I could shout on that one, my Lord. <laughs> go ahead. So, <laughs> so, when I, so that's why, that's how I guess you could say I don't get depressed. I don't get discouraged. I don't get despondent. That doesn't mean I don't have an opportunity to do it. 
I just don't take that opportunity. I, I, how many times I went to Isaiah 40, verse 12? Go with me to Proverbs chapter 30. I love Proverbs chapter, and then we'll go back to that. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 4 is a powerful, powerful scripture. Uh, and I just saw this no more than about 20 minutes ago before I was preparing to come in here. And when I was thinking about this, Proverbs chapter 30, verse 4, it says, Who hath ascended up into heaven or descended? Who hath gathered the wind in his fist? Who hath bound the waters in a garment? Who hath established all the ends of the earth? What is his name? And what is his son's name? If thou canst tell. Isn't that a powerful? Read that in the Amplified. Verse 4 says, Who has ascended into heaven and descended? Who hath gathered the wind in his fist? Who has bound the waters in his garment? Who has established all the ends of the earth? What is his name and what is his son's name? Ooh. If you know. If you, listen, ladies and gentlemen, that's Old Testament. See, you're talking about Jehovah Jireh and Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. You're talking power. So what do you need today? What do you want today? What do you desire today? How big is big? He said, well, you know, uh, you know we show, we're, we're, we're stepping all over each other. We show, show it like to have a bigger house. Come here. Come and look closer to me. You can have it. The Bible said, ask anything in my name. Now, people say, no, nah, brother, that's greed. No, no, that's St. John chapter 14, verses 12, 13, and 14. You want me to quote it here? I'll, I'll, I'll quote verse uh, 13. He says, whatsoever you shall ask in my name. Is a bigger house a whatsoever, Kathy? It's a whatsoever. It's a whatsoever. Whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do. Why? That the Father may be glorified in the Son. Watch the next verse. Now, this is big. If you shall ask Anything mm. in my name. What does anything mean to you, Kathy? It means anything. Okay. <laughs> Watch this. I will do it. Yeah. Now, here's where the church will mess this all up. Well, my brother Jesse, if it be his will, no, he did not say that. I'm tired of the church for 2,000 years putting stuff there that shouldn't be Put there. And I know I slapped that Bible hard. I probably freaked everybody out, but my Lord, I smite that. I smite that ungodly <laughs> statement. You understand? Because his will is your will if you following this. His will is my will because I'm following this. He's a big, big God. That doesn't mean people don't criticize me or try to persecute me or, you know, so what? I just go, my God, if he can measure the oceans with a drop of water. I can handle this. Mm -hmm. Think about that. Yeah, what you're saying basically is you got to expand our view of God, and He's not a. Oh, we have to get the limitations. That off. is, that's what we're talking about. Expanding <clears throat> your view. Remember when uh, before we uh, before we built all of this. This is JDM International head Headquarters here. I, we were we had leased some property, I think, yeah, and or rent, and, and uh, we were growing, and I told Kathy. Go find me a building. Do something. We need to, we need, we had we need to purchase the building. Our own building. We were renting office space in the right. area. To make a long story short, God gave Kathy one of the greatest, I call it revelatory, if that's a right word, right I statements. I think it sounds like a good word. A good word. And he <laughs> said, I haven't hidden the building from you. I've hidden the building for you. What did you sense and feel well, when the I Lord was spoke that to point, you? Well, I was at the point, I had the assignment because you said, we're going to do this. We're gonna, I was always <laughs> Yeah, you we. Yeah. And so I remember driving <laughs> and up I'm and wee -wee. down. And I'm wee-wee. No, you're not. 
Yeah, you're, you, you're I, and I'm, I'm we. <laughs> Trust okay. me. Anyway, I was driving up and down the different streets looking for property that was I felt God was directing us to. And Amen. I knew we had a certain amount of money to spend that we'd put right. in our heart. We were de determined to not get in debt. And right, and all this kind so of stuff. So we were con very conservative, but we drive, I was driving around and getting frustrated, and the Lord gave me a word that really encouraged me because everything, everywhere I looked looked like I couldn't find it, and I was getting right. frustrated. And the Lord said, I haven't hidden a building from you. I've hidden it for you. And that one word from God just brought a peace to my heart. Even though I knew at that moment nothing changed in the natural, I didn't see anything. But I knew I had a peace in my heart that I yeah. was going to find. the God had hidden it for me, and then he would reveal it to me at the right, right time. I didn't really understand what that whole concept of that meant. At the time, I just thought a physical building was hidden. Well, what he actually did was... In the spirit, he created a building in his hand. Well, the, right there, just like he did this wall. Well, the building was there, but sure. others were in it, and these others, I learned later, had already put a bid on the property, right. but it was turned down, and then that building was sold off or lost or given no, no, up. No, there was an SNL. Uh, savings and loan debacle that lost the building they to lost another the bank, and that offer that that those doctors that were in the building had made to the previous owners all of a sudden was unknown. It well, was, was non-existent. It was hidden. It was hidden. <laughs> I like that. From the current owners, and then here I come into the picture, and these people had offered twice as much about right. Right. That's of what correct. I was, we were believing to pay for for this building, so mm -hmm. it was hidden for me. Not from, from them. Yeah. What happened? He blinded their eyes. And this building was such a great building. It was built oh, by the builder who built this whole area that we're in. And it was uh, built with really great quality. It was yeah. Dr. Dorvin who built oh, all of this Orban subdivision that's here. It's exactly what we needed living in hurricane country. Something that's very, very strong so and it's very steel. Strong Be and beautiful. Yeah, and so when, we, when I brought Jesse to look, look at it, he says, Kathy, that's a million-dollar property. There's no way you can get it for the amount of money that we've agreed that right. we're going to purchase a building for. I said, well, can I at least I try went, for it? Yeah, I should have went to Isaiah chapter 40 because I told you, I said, man, Kathy, come on. Well, in the natural, You can't even was, buy the bottom floor for what we want to well, pay for. Well, in the natural, it was impossible, but God had <sighs> hidden it for me, for us, for the ministry. And not from us. That's right. See, and I remember when we put the bid out on it, they accepted it, not knowing... It was hidden that they had already been offered twice as much by these the people who were currently in that building renting, and they wanted to buy, but it was hidden. And this is the type of building that usually bankers or business people pick up. And, but what but you God want for least people us. is doctors. And there were six suites in these things, because doctors are long-term suites. See, I mean, they, they signed so long-term contracts. So it was income-producing property. It was an oh, investment was property. People would, and it was still with great quality. And it, it's sort and of an antebellum building and like we bought this the area building. has. Kathy, we bought it, and I thought, and paid cash for it. And God was so good and gracious for it. So, and I thought, and this is before he, he ever said, believe the unbelievable, receive the impossible. Because it was, I believe that was 1990. Am I correct? The 1991. I, so. I think I so. think it was 1990. So. Anyway, to make a long story short, man, I said, Lord, I'm never going to doubt you again. And I came across this scripture, Isaiah chapter 40, verses 12 and 13. I said, who, man, from now on, if something so big, so monument, monumental, just that it, it consumes my mind, I'll just overwhelm that with the scripture mm -hmm. because God so overwhelms anything that comes our way. So what needs to be overwhelmed in your life? Is it the debt that you're under? You don't know what to do? Go read. If you got to read it every day, 10 times, 100 times, I don't care. 
Read Isaiah 40, verses 12. Especially verse 12, who have measured the waters in the hollow of his hand, mm -hmm. meted out heaven with a span, comprehended the dust of the earth in a measure, and weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance. My Lord, let me show you something. If you go outside and you get hit by dust, the Lord knows how much that dust weighs that's on your body that you wash off when you take a shower. This God is so amazing. And if you don't know him, you need to meet him today. What a blessing of God he is. Mm. See what I'm saying? So when he, but yet he's so huge and so big, but yet he's small enough to live inside yeah. of us. This so, whole chapter is so powerful. I know oh, you've I know. been teaching, read but I've got to read this one verse. It, I just scanned down a little bit. Which and it one? It says in verse 17, all the nations are as nothing before him. They are regarded by him as less than nothing and emptiness, waste, futility, worthlessness. Verse 18, to whom then will you liken God or with what likeness will you compare him? There's nothing that compare with our good God. It's, that's why I, I stay happy all the time. Now, I mean, okay, let me give you an example. I got to believe God. And, and our faithful financial partners help us do that. I, I, you've heard me say this before. We have something called, uh, what do they call that, JDM, uh, uh, where they see all the videos? Total JDM. Total JDM. Okay, Total JDM. Did you come up with that idea? Well, or, I, no, or I was somebody part of the in here plan. Well, our, goal, our goal was to get our, broad, our messages. No, no, did you come up with the idea? The idea to give it to the partners, I did. Okay, yeah, but I'm talking about, did y'all have a meeting and come up with total JDM as far as uh, the people, can you, can you remember? Yes. Okay, all right, that's what I'm asking. Now watch this. I was part of the team. Yeah, part of the team that did all that, whatever. I believe they were all in here and all this kind of stuff. So watch this now. Okay, well, it costs money to do that. So we used to charge for it because a lot of people want to see us. But our faithful financial partners, you who are watching, started supporting us financially. More than just the average. So instead of just saying, well, we, we're going to have some extra money. We just put it over here and sit back and smile. No, we immediately begin to think how we could take what you do for us by supporting this ministry and that we could do for others. Well, because of your faithful financial partnership, we're able and have made total JDM absolutely free right. to anyone that wants to view it, which is right. over what, about 400, about 400 messages. Uh, messages, your messages, my old messages, middle new messages. middle ground messages. We have introducing new things all the time, all and they can listen to it and watch it, or they can listen now, to we it. Now, we could have taken your, watch it, but, but we could have taken your money and said, well, you know, we're just going to put this over here and not work it, you know. No, no. You see, because our God is so big, I, all we did was take on his nature. Well, if he's a giver, you a giver, then the ministry must be a giver. And it really goes along, too, with our ministry statement, our vision Amen. statement, which we've had from the beginning, is reaching people, changing, changing lives. lives. And that's one, one soul at a time. And that's a way that we do it, through the broadcasts, of Amen. course, through these chats, right. through different things that we do, but also through the sermons that you preach oh, in yeah. different places all over the world. And it just and they've become part of the Total JDM experience. Well, we just finished not too long ago. We had our visionary conference. And I've had some people say, now, but Jesse, if that would have happened to me, I got to come up with an extra million dollars. Whew, but just, I'd be kind of concerned. I said, I'm not. Not that I'm better than anybody, because I'm not. But I realize if he can measure the ocean with a drop, if he can weigh a mountain and move the dirt around without flipping the planet over. And if he's you know? leading us to do a thing, <laughs> yes. he's, if he calls us to do something, he's going to provide all the necessary he's the things that are needed, whether it's staffing, whether it's equipment, or whether money. it's finances to purchase airtime, whatever. The different things, whatever is available. It makes no necessary. difference. Now, 
God does not rain money out the sky. Because if he did, the United States government would be after him to be a counterfeiter. He uses people like you that are watching, that want, that, that want to help us. And in fact, just before I sat down to do this, uh, I, I, I passed my partner care. And a person called in the partner care and he says, I heard Brother Jesse talking about that Studio C, that this is a studio that Kathy going to use because so many people, you do now. I'll let you use Bible it. Bible thank you. I have Studio A. <laughs> right and, now I use the main, we both we use, use all the same We one. use everything we can. <laughs> and watch this. This person just said, we believe in God, a thousand people to give a thousand dollars. That is a million dollars. Okay, now watch it. He's, he told one of the girls that just, this just happened no more than 30 minutes ago. Uh, I want to give a thousand dollars. And, she, and did he stop? He said, no, no, wait, 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 change that. I'm going to give $2,000. Now, people it. just don't do that. Why? Because that's a lot of money, especially in these times. But yet God knows that we do what we say. Mm -hmm. So I come walking by. I happen to come in at that time to get ready to come up and do this. And uh, one of our uh, employees told me that. But, and they were so excited, not because of their money but because of the obedience. So if you're watching and you're the one that did that, get ready because God's got you in his hand and he's got another hand that he's going to create a bunch of stuff and put it all around you. Mm -hmm. Just like he created this planet and then he put us in it. You know, people say, so you say you own the planet? No, I don't say that. The Lord says that. That's <laughs> Psalms 115 verse 16. We're co-owners. Yeah, him. he says the heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's. That, that's his up there. Right. But the earth... Hath he given to the children of men? So, you know, and people say, yeah, but wait. So every, every bit of gold, silver, metal, everything you see on this planet, I'm going to freak you out right now, belongs to you if you're born again and belongs to me and Kathy. That's shocking. Why? Because when he created all this, there were no sinners. It was God's class starting with, Adam and Eve. And then finally he got to Jesse and Kathy. You see my point? So how can I ever be discouraged or despondent if I got a God who can measure an ocean in a drop of water? Or pick up a mountain and say, this thing weighs quadrillion, trillion tons. Or just move dirt around. Oh, now wait. Now that's big, but that ain't nothing like the heaven with a span. Mm -hmm. Just with his hand. Good Lord. It still boggles my mind. So what I'm saying is, what do you want? You got a God that can handle that. That's Don't right. complicate this. Allow God to do these things. Okay, I'm, I'm looking at a camera. They got a girl right on the side of this camera. And she, so she, I noticed she was just bubbling. She, she says, oh, but Jesse, get, get some good news. I'll keep your name private. We just sold a house, a cash sale. For more than we thought. Well, don't that sound like a God that's more than enough? Mm -hmm. A cash sale. A cash sale in this time and more than we thought in this time. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to tell you there's two things that happen. First, this girl believes God and she works for me. Now, you sound on your break. No, no. No, no. Listen to me, all of you in here. The anointing of increase is on me. If it's on me, it comes on you. I mean, I can prove that scripturally. Watch this. When I got born again, God's spirit came on me, in me, around me. Think about it. That's why he says, what is Jesse that thou art mindful of him? Because I'm a man. <laughs> the son of man that visited him. You notice God don't visit angels. 
they make appointments to see him. Ah, but he will visit you. He will visit man, and he'll do it spiritually. He'll do it physically. He'll do it financially. Yesterday, I wanted to take Kathy and my daughter, watch this, and my granddaughter out to eat lunch. Well, I have a spiritual son, you, you know him, Kevin and Kathy Zeda. You've probably seen him. Kevin's got a great ministry. They were there yesterday. I said, hey, why don't y'all come with us? I got my biological family and I have my spiritual family. Now, watch this. Now, I don't know this is going to happen. This is Sunday morning before church because Kathy asked me to preach at the church. So I said, okay. And I'm about ready to get up and the Lord says, go to your Toomey bag. A Toomey bag is a little black canvas bag. It's a little briefcase. It's like a little briefcase that I use. And he says, open up that side pocket. I said, there ain't nothing in there. You know, you don't argue with a God that can measure the ocean with a drop of water. But like an idiot, he said, Jesse, open up the side pocket. Okay, now watch this. This bag is in a closet with the door closed. So I open up the kind of pull the thing out, and it's light as all could be. There ain't nothing in it, you know. And I go to that side pocket, and somebody had put two envelopes in there. I don't know. I, I pulled it, and it said, happy anniversary. Now, that was June the 6th. Me and you were married 50 years, 2020, June the 6th. And happy birthday. My birthday was July the 9th, 2020. I made 71 years old. Lord said, open them up. Mm-hmm. I opened up. There was $100 in this card and $100. And then I found out who it was because they wrote their name. Mm-hmm. Guess how much the meal cost? About $200. He already had paid for my meal, and I didn't even know I was going to do it because I didn't know if Jody or Meredith would show up. I didn't know if Kevin and Kathy Zedai would be there. All of a sudden, they all came at one time, and I had the finance before I needed it, before I desired it, before I even wanted it. That's the kind of God you're serving. You see? So the reason why, and I'll look at the girl on the side of the camera, yeah, you got more, is that kind of God. Now, that doesn't mean the devil ain't going to try to fight you and delay it and do everything, you know, all that kind of crap. Who cares about that? All I know that I can use the water to swim in that he measured. That's right. I could get on a boat and go across it. Now, I've never skied in my life, but I could, I, I ain't going to give it a shot. But one I of the, it's just it one of the planets that he created. Yes, good and Lord. There's on. over 400 billion planet, moons, and stars. And no the universe is still expanding, Kathy. He's, yeah, he's still working. Whoo, and he's still working right here on the earth in our life, helping so, us to, to think bigger, to believe bigger, to expect bigger. A couple, I just had the Holy Ghost speak. Not only am I going to get that million dollars to do that studio, it's going to go over that because there's probably some stuff I hadn't thought about. And I'm pretty sure these TV guys in here have thought about some stuff that they ain't told me about yet that we may need in that thing. It, it, I'm telling you, it could be a $1 million giver. It could be 1,000 people giving $1,000. You may want to do something now. You may not want to. No pressure. Just whatever. Because all I know is if my God can weigh a mountain, he can certainly take care of a studio. He certainly can do these things. This is no, that's why you see me full of joy, even though I'm looking at something that seems almost impossible. 
in some different things. Well, I've noticed too, Jesse, that over the years, the Lord has given us project after project. Ooh, a lot of it began to start teaching us and training us to uh -huh. stretch our faith and use our faith because this is how we live. This Amen. is how the ministry grew, the, and he wants right. us to to give by to show by example how right. it works. You know, you you well, find it in the scripture. You believe God. You pray and you and you trust Him. That time that the Lord woke me up at about uh, two thirty quarter to three and told me to come out to this property here. The grass was a good five foot high. I said, I don't want to walk out there. Two or three. We got mosquitoes. We got mosquitoes as big as eagles here. Yeah. <laughs> this is the South Florida. Well, you know, it's the same concept. Yeah. Like when he told Abraham, you go out and you look at the stars. Yeah. You can't count the stars. And that's how much I want to bless you. That's how, many, that's how yeah. big your family will be. He had no children. He was believing. Yeah. That was the most important thing on his it was He says, go look his at wife the sand. You children. can't count the dust. You can't count the sand. That's how big yeah. your blessing will be. And in the same way, I couldn't find the property. It was hidden for me. But God wanted me when, to know, when, be at peace. I've hidden it for you. You don't even, but he, he wanted me to see a building. And I saw that building. Well, you brought something on my mind when you said sand. Do you know, this is, our scientists say there's more planet, moons, and stars than grains of sand on the whole planet Earth. Wow. You know how long some beaches, I've, I've been on some long beaches. But <laughs> I could there's see more planet yeah. moons than grains of sand on the whole planet. Now, that is not me just saying that by faith. That's our scientists, astronomers, say that. They can see it. Mm -hmm. And God saw your building. So, and then when you were on the property, and I interrupted you, yeah, there, when you were talking about in the before, property, what's says, that story? I didn't know I was going to build J JDM International Headquarters. I didn't have the money, but he did. We had just bought the property. Just bought the property. Paid cash. Now, he said, how would you like for me to pay for this? The construction. The construction, the I thought. He said, now, Jesse, I could pay it every month. Or I can pay it off. Mm -hmm. Now, this great God, I thought I had him over a barrel. I said, well, since we're talking... Let's just knock this puppy out. <laughs> and the Lord said, fine, then we will never discuss finances concerning this campus starting now. And you know, Jesse. Wait, I'll... wait, let me finish. Four years of building, Kathy. Did I want to talk finances? Well, yes, I never went, I never once went look at the building fund. And we built this all cash. Paid I mean, cash, yeah, cash each fund. month. We were he able to pay whatever the contractor yeah, fee well, was. Give me a bill. Time, we didn't use a bank. No, not zero. You know, yeah. That was what you was wanting to say? No. Okay, well, go ahead. Say I it. I forgot what I was going to say. You forgot what I was going to say. She'll get it back in the minute. You know, so <laughs> that's why he made her second. But anyway, no, no, I'm just checking right Well, you see, you missed my point, but I'm I mean, sure it'll come back. I'm sure it'll come So watch this. Now, this, what, and we built it under budget. Do you know my contractor, who's been doing it for 40 years, and the, uh, I think the architect was doing it 34, 35. Mm -hmm. They said, you can't build that for this price. I mm -hmm. said, God said, I'm going to build it, and I'm going to build it under budget. That's right, and that's I just remembered my thoughts. See? I know you want to go there. I but... knew how to just prick her mind. <laughs> the thing is, the way Remember. you have to realize well, how <laughs> God deals with you, and it usually will be the same way over your sure. life. Sometimes there are some variations, but right? he's always dealt with us in this way. Many times we'll get the budget, the cost for it, and sure. we put our faith on that amount. That's good business. And then we kept to that budget. You know, a lot right. of people, they may uh, start a project and they let other people influence them through along the way no. and it blows 
out of proportion, and then they, they lose out and they don't get the, the finished well, product, and then they blame God for it. But really, when God gives you a plan, you stick with that oh, plan. Oh, come on, Jesus. I remember he showed us the amount to believe for was $7 million, $7 million. which was a miraculous amount of money to build what we ha We knew we were going to build, but that's what God we, said. We couldn't build phase one. We couldn't build phase three with $7 million. But they God said that's impossible. All along the way, and that right. was what happened. So we put our faith in that. I remember when I, I was the one who would sit with the architect, and he would draw things out, and I told him how to keep in the budget. That was first sure. and foremost. Amen. But he kept trying to draw these other things. Because he when, makes money he on wanted to, the, budget, the budget was blown up, and I pull, had to pull him back. I said, no, -uh, we're going to stick to what God said. And he would say this statement. He, said, <laughs> he would say, well, the building is crying out for it, because he, he had a vision of something else. He had right. a vision of building something bigger. But we had a vision of sticking within the budget. And sure. we knew that God would bring, help we, us to build it with excellence and would get all the things that were necessary. What did you tell him about that But crying? I remember answering him. I said, well, you just let it cry. <laughs> let it cry. Because let it cry, I'm going to listen to God and not you. And so he, for, after a while, we got back to center. We wound and we up stayed actually, on target and came under right. budget. Under budget. We because built it for $6,746,000. Even though we knew we were looking at the time at a God that was more than enough, that Amen. was bigger. But there were still... Guidelines. There was still wisdom right. in that to to stay within well, that, your means and your that's budget. Hebrews 12. God teaches us, gives us wisdom to handle day to day life in a practical way. And when we're faithful with this, then we go to the next step. Yeah. That, actually, that's Hebrews twelve. Actually, we built it bigger than the architect thought, and better. And you know why? Go if you got a Bible, go to Hebrews chapter twelve. Let me show you something. That, 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 this, and you this, can't don't let take me no forget my testimonies. Okay, I got your time. We, we talk. We talk as long as we want here. This is our time. Okay. Hebrews, that's in the Bible. I know it's, it's in the New Testament. <laughs> in the New Testament. Let me show you what. We, we stayed on the budget because that's what God told us to do. See, it was to stay on the budget. What chapter are you going to? I'm going to Hebrews chapter 12. Oh, I love that. Now watch this. Let me, and I'm going to explain it. Hebrews chapter 12. And if I can get here. I'm there. The Bible says in chapter 12, verse 1, Wherefore, seeing we are accomplished about with so great a cloud of witnesses... Watch this. Let us lay aside every weight and sin which does so easily beset us. So anything that's causing you a problem when you're about ready to go into something, you set that aside. Mm -hmm. Lay okay? it aside. And let us run with patience. Underline that word patience. The race that is set before you. Now watch this, verse 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Now I want to stop right there. This is why people get in trouble. They say, well, you know, God said he's going to do it. It didn't happen. Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith, author and finisher of this. That's right. But he's under no responsibility to finish something he has not authored. True. Now, we knew he authored $7 million. This place now is worth 27 to $30 million. Pretty good, Pretty good investment, huh? Yeah. Okay. We knew what he authored. So he was under responsibility to finish it. But if we'd have let... If you would have listened to that, that architect, mm -hmm. and not I mean not to be critical of the man, I'm just saying this is the way it was, and would have, we, and would have been influenced by so many other people, do this, do, you that, ought to do that, then all that stuff was Those not people, authored by Jesus. They didn't hear from heaven. No. We heard from heaven. We were under obligation Amen. to stick to God's plan. That is correct. And when we stick to his plan, you know, even when he gave the plan to Noah to build the ark, he gave specific instructions Very specific. Of, of where that window would be, where that door would be, all the details. What about the desert, even? in the temple, but the tents, what had, 
There were certain metals couldn't touch each other. All kind of, very God is very specific. Plan. We, Kathy, stayed and, on that oh, budget. And I love the plan when he gave the, the instructions on how to build the tabernacle to David. He says, I knew by the handwriting of God upon my heart. So this is what God does. He gives his plan. He gives a vision to people. Amen. He writes it on the tablets of our heart. And we know in our heart that that's what God is telling us to do. And then we search out in the word and confirm it with what the word has said. And, it, and we build up our faith by seeing how big our wonderful God is. And we don't care how much it costs. And then it comes to pass and God and th- gets all the glory. That's 100%. There's no way we, we're not that good. God mm-hmm. got the glory on this thing. That's right. And the prophet. Because <laughs> it belongs to him. Yes. But you see. Well, I, I, and the honor. Well, y'all didn't get discouraged. No, because if he can measure the ocean in a drop of water. If he can measure a mountain. If he can move dirt around. If he can measure the heavens, man, my God. With a nine inch span. He can take care of you. Mm-hmm. Spiritually, physically, financially. Now, you know, a lot of people don't want to seem to understand. Uh, I had someone ask me this not long ago. Why do y'all talk about giving so much? Because, see, God always asks, what do you have? Mm-hmm. God is seed-orientated. Right. Seed-orientated. We are Abraham's seed. Mm-hmm. And heirs, according to the problem. An heir with uh, a God and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. See, that's why we tell people to give, not so we can make more money. Now there are some ministries that do that kind of stuff. I don't know, you know, I'm not saying that. I'm, I don't, I'm not here to criticize them or do anything of that nature. But I, I made up my mind that everything I do, and everything he does, he's as long as the earth remains seed time, harvest time. Mm-hmm. See, so that's why we talk about giving, and we also talk about receiving. We don't talk about taking. We don't walk up to people and go, uh, uh, Miss Kathy. I'm believing God for a bracelet just like this. Let the Lord lead you. No, that, that's a religious con artist. You know it and I know it. That ain't right. You see, but what we do, we present something, and then it's up to you to obey or not obey. I mean, and if you don't, and, well, wait, maybe the Lord didn't tell you to do it. L- let me help you. Then don't. Now, you're not going to hear many preachers tell you what I just said. If God doesn't say anything, don't do it because you see he's the author and finisher of your faith. So I've seen some ministers almost lose their salvation because they said, what well, I thought God told I said, well, did you stay in budget? Did you stay what he said? Uh, uh, well, we went two or three million dollars over budget. Now nah, you're crying out to God, oh, please help me out. See, you were actually in disobedience to something God wanted to do. That's what I'm saying. Now we and have people all the time yeah. that write us with great, Testimonies of how God knows. Read me, read me a couple of them. We don't have much left here. We only got. We've been going strong here. I mean, y'all enjoying this, everybody? Well, here? this one <laughs> is great. This one's from Amy. Amy says, "After eight years, God is blessing me with a debt-free home." Hallelujah. <laughs> Amy, you are blessed, the Lord. Father, bless her even more. Thank you, Lord, for Amy Ooh. and her. Oh Lord, I, I want to pray this for Amy, Lord. Not only that you gave her a debt-free home, whatever the house is worth, give it back to her in cash. So she can have it in a bank somewhere to do whatever she wants. She might want to pay her grandma's house off. I don't yes, know what she Lord. wants to do. I just agree with Amy. Go ahead. Yes, I, I just Lord, felt we, led of the Lord to pray that prayer. Yeah, and Lord, we pray for those that are believing for a home that are watching Amen. now. Lord, we let them know there's nothing impossible yes. that, that you can lead and guide them in Jesus' name. Also, this is from Cindy that says, Thank you, Jesse and Kathy, for encouraging us to expect God's very best. That's all he has. <laughs> and then Shannon says, so blessed to join in again on your boardroom talk. Thank you for the word and faith-building 
testimonies. Well, let me tell you God something. bless you, your family, oh, and the ministry. We enjoy doing these uh, boardroom. The reason why I wanted to do it in this boardroom, uh, we, we call these boardroom things, is because this is where decisions are made mm -hmm. for Jesuit Plans Ministries, international, Australian offices. I mean, every, everything we have, is, decisions are made here. Right, and this kind of wait, wait, have let one me, more Let me testimony. finish this, and then you read this testimony. Okay. See, so I, 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 I surrounded myself in an atmosphere of decision. That's why I, like, I do it in here. Why? Because when I make this decision, or if you're watching this and you make a decision to be a part of, you want to be a giver or not, whatever, God honors it because it's coming from an atmosphere of decision. Read that other testimony. This one's from Harry and says, I have been what's so... His, what's the name? Harry, but it's with an I, so I think it might be a girl. So it's not like Harry, my son, man. <laughs> okay. Could be. Anyway, Could be. I have... Harry, <laughs> did, did you write, write that, Harry? Nah, this, no, this... He won't listen to this part. He says, I have been so blessed with these boardroom chats. Thank you, Jesse and Kathy. Blessings from Finland. See, he's from... He's not from... No, he's not from Finland. No. <laughs> Someday I want to meet you in person. You bring so much joy and inspiration. Faith Praise rises God. when I listen to your teachings. Hey, Harry. Thank you. Why don't you pray for God to tell me to go to Finland? Open up a door. I don't know nobody in Finland. And my God, I'll try to put it in my schedule. I don't know when I can do it, but I, I don't, I'll go anywhere God tell me to go. I, I'll just tell you this, and I'm really excited about this. <laughs> there are scientists and different things up in the North Pole. I've been wanting to go to the North Pole all my life. And the Antarctica, the South Pole. Now, I know you can't only go to the Antarctica in the summer. Because it, it's, it's daylight uh, six months, and it's only about 70 below zero. But it, uh, in the winter, Jesus, it's 100, it gets to 100 and 120. And jet fuel or, or, or airplane fuel actually turns to jello. You've got to be real careful. I've been wanting to go up there. And, and I said this. You know, I'll preach anywhere. I got a letter. This has been several years ago. And I hadn't done it yet, but I hadn't forgot. I still got it in my file. Say, hey, Brother Jesse, you said you'd go anywhere. We're up in the North Pole. Why don't you come up and preach to us? I would love to do that. And I said, God, work this thing out. Well, I tell you what, he's given us a, a plane that can do it, mm -hmm. that actually can fly in there mm -hmm. and do those kind of things, and uh, uh, just to preach the gospel. Mm -hmm. Ooh, Lord. But until then, and then I'm these gonna say broadcasts this. Well, I gotta interrupt going... you. And then I'm going to say this when I'm in the North Pole. Okay. My mom's in heaven. Hey, Ma, top of the world. <laughs> the top of the world, Ma. Go ahead. I just had to say I thought about that. <laughs> I was just saying that until that time, we're, we're going into Finland. So there is Harry watching right there in Finland. Praise the Lord. And the different places all around the world that are well, watching I don't because go, of the broadcast. I go by invitation. See, so I don't know nobody in Finland that I know of. At least I don't think so I do. And, uh, but, uh, but anyway, to make a long story short, God's word is true. So let's go back to the original book because we have to cut off. We're getting to preaching too long here <laughs> and talking because I'm and enjoying it. And don't forget to announce that we have a live web chat coming up. It's next Tuesday. August the 18th at 7 p.m. Central oh, Time. That's where you bring in and oh, send in questions. Thing. Live. That is August the 18th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Yes. Next Tuesday. We'll do be it a once blessing. a month. I'm going to read one more time Isaiah okay. 40. This oh. is my scripture. I, just, I love it when I, something comes at me like a tsunami and I don't know what to do. Or how something, something impossible. I just say who. In Isaiah 40, chapter 12. Who hath measured the waters in the hollow of his hand? And meted out heaven with a span, and comprehended the dust of the earth in a measure, and weighed the mountains in scales, and the hills in a balance. My God. And verse 17, all nations before him are as nothing, and they that are counted to him less than nothing and vanity. 
To whom then will you liken God? Mm. Or what likeness will you compare unto him? You know, Kathy, maybe we need another boardroom chat on about just how big God is. Maybe we ought to do part two. You think mm. so? Because we just scratched the well, surface I of got, this. I have to read, go up. We, you know, we started at 12, <laughs> but verse 10 says, Behold, the Lord God will come with a strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. Oof. He shall gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom, and shall gently lead those that are with young. So Catholic. we serve a compassionate, loving God, but also a big, huge, capable God. You know what? Let's do a part two. Okay, I'm going to tell all the TV guys in here. Uh, on my next boardroom chat, I'm going to pick up where I left off right here. This was part one. How big? We'll call it how big God is. How big is your God? Ooh, and, and we, we can start with that verse. That's your, a beautiful I mean, verse. It, and, and we still have so many more stories. You know, we have a beautiful painting things. in our home of Jesus holding that, that lamb, you know, the uh -huh. good shepherd. Oh, yes. That's the, the vision I have. Not, he's capable of do, protecting do, and carrying us no matter what difficulties You know we the go little through. one that someone, uh, they, they call it a pencil, where they, uh, they draw using a pencil? A drawing, Of yeah. Jesus holding a lamb. And there was a little, and the lamb's like this, and there's a little tag on the ear, and in the tag it said, Jesse. <laughs> I thought, and I love that. It's just a beautiful piece of We have that one artwork. in our home. Maybe we oh should bring God, it Oh, my God, Cass, we've been it. talking 48 minutes oh, wow. and 29, 30 seconds. That's mostly you. You didn't give me enough time. <laughs> That's why I'm going to do part over. two. I have to take over. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do part two on our next boardroom chat. And so I'm remember talk that. More. And uh, next boardroom chat. We have to get duct tape. Which will be next week. <laughs> Listen to <laughs> Listen to it. I love that's why God made her second. But anyway, I give I, my heart. At the to, same time. I know you do. Male and female created, created he them. them. Okay, that's another program. Praise <laughs> God. Until next time, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for enjoying these things. To all our partners and friends, thank you for supporting this ministry financially. Thank you for helping us build up Studio C and all the other things that God wants us to do. If you'd like to give, you can, you can uh, uh, what do you call that, PayPal or whatever you call it, or text to give if you want. And if you don't, don't feel no pressure whatsoever. And, but I'll tell you this much, the hundredfold uh, anointing is on me. It's, you can do and what you want to do, but it is the on The special me. thing is that together, <sighs> not just us, but you working together with us, we're able to reach people and change lives one soul at a time. It's a team effort. Every time. So until next time, for part two of just how big God is, this is Jesse and Kathy. What's your name? Yeah. Jesse Kathy. and Kathy. Catherine, actually. Kathy with a C. Catherine with a C. This is Jesse and Catherine saying we love you. We'll see you at part two next week. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.